Welcome aboard the Liberty Bell. Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is show number 72 for the week of September 7th, 2009. This is Adam here with Doug. We're back with another podcast. Welcome back. And what a day it is. Yes. Hi, everybody. Uh, okay, I'm doing contact information. Uh, let's see here. Voicemail, which we're going to cover a little bit in this show. 641-715-3900, and that's extension 53056. Give us a ring. Uh, next is uh, contact us through email at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Uh, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter, and we're, it seems like lately, kind of running around a lot of different places, and I'm trying to at least put a couple pictures up, uh, Adam or I, on Twitter to kind of show you what's going on, introduce you to some other places even though it may not make it into an actual podcast, we're still moving around, so we're there for you. Uh, anyway, also on Flickr, uh, you can get on there, join a group, uh, and join our group, and we'll join yours if you happen to be on there. If not, just come on, take a look. All of our uh, pictures on there are good clarity, stuff like that, high resolution, and you're able to download them and keep them, do whatever you like. Just, you know. That's why we don't put any pictures of ourselves on there so you don't put, like, bobbleheads on us or something. Yeah, we don't want any Photoshop things being right. published yeah. somewhere that, ooh. <laughs> We're such good-looking people, too. You know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's move on, please, Adam. All right. So this week on the show, we are going to cover uh, our main part of our show and our main audio is from the Liberty Square Riverboat out of the Magic Kingdom. And we're also going to do a restaurant review in Adventureland, as well as cover a voicemail, which we've got some feedback from a great listener. And I hope everyone has had a better week than I had this past week. Shortly after releasing last week's show, I had some struggles, so we might play a little bit of that sometime throughout the show. So stick with us, have fun, and enjoy. Listener Hi, Doug and Adam. This is uh, Bob. Last week you were talking about Hidden Mickeys, and uh, you couldn't come up with the author of the book. The author of the Hidden Mickeys book is Steve Barrett. Uh, He has several books out, I believe. But he also has a website that you can go to 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 look at Hidden Mickeys and even vote on uh, possible new Hidden Mickeys. The website is hiddenmickeysguide.com. That's hiddenmickeysguide.com thought this might help you and your listeners out uh like you love your show and uh we'll be in contact thanks a lot bye hey thanks bob for that feedback that thank was awesome. you so much bob yeah, we it appreciate was so it so nice to hear hear the voice of bob yeah the, yeah i mean really, we've not really we, no, haven't, we haven't we haven't heard it we no. just email and exactly any so. communication through twitter or facebook or whatever but so cool thanks a lot and uh, while we're on that note, uh, oh, by the way, I do say this. I have contacted Bob, and we may end up doing a show with him in the future. We'll see what happens. Bob is um, real knowledgeable uh, about Disney. Real knowledgeable. And they are DVC members. Right. And, and so, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, with the gaps that we kind of leave purposely, a lot of times Adam and I don't study things a lot of times real hard because we, we're not trivia buffs. 
And so we try to just hit things lightly and then leave it to some of the other people that study this stuff really hard, such as Bob, who really has a, a huge knowledge of the parks. Yep. Uh, we kind of leave it to them then to give us a ring. Yep. So thanks, Bob. And on that note, kind of moving into another direction, uh, just to give you a little bit of news, uh, if you are not following or maybe you are, uh, the TTA has been down for quite some time. That's the Tra- Tomorrowland Transit Authority over there in Magic Kingdom. Um, it again has been moved back a little further. So unfortunately, if you had your vacation planned and you were expecting to ride the TTA, again, it is moved back to now September 11th is when they no, are. No, they opening. shut it down originally just because they were doing refurb on Space Mountain. Yes, but and so I they think- shut it down because it rides through there. If anybody has ridden it, it does ride past slowly, and so you'd be able to see. I guess whatever construction, or they would have had to board it up and figure something out. Yeah. So, but I heard too that they added lighting and stuff to it. So they actually have added some refurb to the TTA. Right. Right. I figured they would have done that. What's the point of closing the whole ride down right. if they're not going to do? But some, now they, yeah. But. So originally they said August twenty fourth they were going to open. And now yeah. Pushed it up and so. Well, they pushed it back a week uh, each week lately. So right. it's been so it might go longer than September eleventh. Just keep an eye Maybe out. Maybe that on. means they're making some really cool changes in Space Mountain. Yeah. And because I know that some people started coming out. With some pictures, really, and some ideas of yeah, Man, of the I stuff that they were doing. No clue about on this Space stuff, Mountain. So. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that somewhere else. Don't really remember where, but and so maybe that kind of, I don't know. I got under the imaginary skin a little bit of thinking, ah, we don't want the stuff getting out, and so they kind of locked things up tight, pushed it off a little bit. Interesting. Hey, hopefully that's what's going on, and they have some really cool changes set up for uh, Space Mountain. Yeah, cool stuff. So okay, that's the news. Okay, next on the agenda, we are going to talk about some food. As always, food has to be in there somewhere. And this is a place in, uh, we're going to cover a place in, uh, let's see, in Adventureland that Adam stopped in. And he stopped there basically after trying to get in. If you hear the raw audio, it was late (laughs) at night. They tried to get in two Pecos Bills. Alex, who was one of the uh, people within their party, as soon as they hit the parks, he said, "Uh, we shouldn't do this because uh, it's going to be closed right when we get there. And everybody (laughs) just forged forward. I wish you guys could hear the raw audio. This is... It's pretty cool stuff, but it's a long. Yeah. It'll be a long piece of audio, as long as the entire show, practically. But they get there, and you hear the woman say, uh, we're closed. And they're like, oh. It's like <laughs> this this, this agonizing pain, groaning sound comes from them. Yeah. Like, we're starving to death, and now we can't eat. And so, of course, hey, that's a shout-out to Alex, in case you're listening, Alex, that you were right. And the rest of the group were wrong. <laughs> well, it's clear in the audio. He says, I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. It's so several times. Anyway, but. so the place then that they ended up at, uh, as I said, in Adventureland is called El Parada y El Perico Restaurant. Of course, it's a Mexican restaurant. Yes. And since I have never eaten there, so we're going to kind of shoot some things past Adam, and he can tell us what he thought of it. And so. the English translation is the pirate and the parrot. Cool. So there it is, and we totally stumbled on it just because we didn't have anything. <laughs> exactly. You you guys were standing. I think it was like the only thing open, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, there were several other things open, including Casey's Corner, which, of course, we passed a long while ago, and yeah. we had talked about maybe hitting that if Pecos Bills was closed, but by the time we got to that point, we are just like, And this uh, was your first time there? Yes. Okay. Good. So it's a new restaurant. It's yeah. It's good when we can add another restaurant. Yeah, it's true. Our- and I have pictures, which I get remind me to put that up to Flickr. Okay. But, uh, cool. It, it, I went back in the daylight, took pictures of it. Okay. So, so uh, let's just jump into it here. Uh, as far as let's 
okay, it's Mexican food. Tell me a little bit about the variety of things. Or you well, can at least cover like what you guys got. Yeah, well, I don't remember it being that much of a variety. In fact, the most of us that were in the party got taco salad, which is just your standard fried shell, surrounded, you know, surrounded shell with uh, ground beef in the bottom. So it was like a bowl, shell bowl? Yep. And okay. then all that what they gave you was pretty much the beef in the bowl. And then you went over to like this uh, salad bar area. Like fixins area? Fixins area. And what and, kind of stuff was in it? Uh, just the standard lettuce, tomato, sour cream. Uh, I remember these tomatoes, kind of salsa looking things, kind of like with the server chipotle, like that mild salsa with like some greens in it. And uh, some just some regular, real mild uh, taco sauce. And that's okay, it. Okay, and you guys use dining plan there? Yep. So did you get so, any kind of dessert oh, that yeah. comes with it? Big old large brownie. It was good. Oh. It was a it was a little different than the ones okay. you mentioned. They're not as big as that. It was more cakey and more brownie. Had uh, icing on it and it was in this like cup thing. But I remember I I don't know why. I guess maybe I'm prone to the sweetness. But uh, everyone was like, "Oh, this is so rich," and I'm like, "Oh, give me yours. This is so good. I'm <laughs> oh, chowing <wow>. it down." <laughs> I don't know. I just felt so hungry. No wonder you then. stopped the recorder when you were eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to put the recorder on when yeah. that was yeah, happening. That could get ugly. Okay, so, so it, was, um, it was good. Great yeah, stuff. it was good. Uh, Late okay. at night. As far as how fast were they to get your order up? Oh, I not guess. bad at all because there I wasn't mean, anybody there. A, dropping if, beef in a bowl and handing it to yeah, you. Yeah, the other reason is uh, Wishes was going on when we sat down. So obviously everyone's over there. But and As far as variety of drinks, did they have just Oh, common, just your standard just draft, Coke products and whatever. Yeah, water. And okay. I think it I just sounds like water. an easy place to keep open late. Yep. Because there's not a lot of variety, and so therefore they don't have a lot of cleanup. And greatest thing about it, greatest thing about it, as soon as we're done, hopped right on Pirates, and of course the weight was like nothing. So Cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, okay, so everybody in your party pretty much liked this place? Yep. And now, Very do good. you happen to remember prices for somebody who's not on the dining plan? Uh, I think taco salad was like eight bucks. Okay. And then everything seems to be around it is about eight mm-hmm. to eleven dollars. It seems like yeah. Um, drinks are the standard, like two dollars and three dollars, and then now the, the difference is on the dining plan. You get the dessert. I think a lot of times you don't. If you're not on the dining plan, you're paying cash. You're well, not you getting the dessert with you it. You don't usually buy the dessert. Well, that's a kind of a plug there for the mm-hmm. uh, dining plan. If you want more food, which is it's hard for some people to eat, including yeah. me. Uh, like I said, or way back when we were talking about, I couldn't eat the dessert, so half the time it just got put away, and yeah, I wasn't even familiar with what we'd gotten. So, yep. but if you need more food, this is the way to go, because otherwise you're buying your entree and then you're buying your dessert and your drink. So, mm-hmm. and that and, adds up. And don't forget, this is a quick service, and they have the quick service dining plan out now, so you don't have to necessarily spend a lot when you was get there plenty the of seating. Plan. Did you say that already? Yes, there. I know it was. Uh, it was. Late. I know it was empty, but yes, there are. You go wrapped around over by the bar, and it actually wrapped way around. Is it all outside, or is it? Down no, in some of it is kind of in because the area where you get your fixins. It was kind of undercover, but it was open area. But the air was air conditioning was on. Okay, there, and so. I know what else I was going to add in. Uh, I was going back to the Pecos Bills, and I'm going to continue to kind of do this because Pecos Bills has the uh, order screens. Yeah. Where you do the stuff yourself on the computer, and well. Whatever, LCD screens, they did not have that. Correct. Right? It was nothing. I'm going to try to keep reminding myself each time we do a place as to whether to ask. they had mm-hmm. that. And then you'll know the stuff at Pecos Bills works so slick. And I know we said that on the podcast where we covered it, but I just can't I can't rave about that enough. And hopefully they spread that throughout the parks. Yeah. Because it, it works slick, of course, for the restaurant itself because they don't have to have 
a cashier constantly there. Uh, but it also works slick for the customer. I mean, you're you're done. Mm-hmm. There's no hassle in it. You've got a little bit more time to look at things on the screen. There's no language barrier too sometimes, which I found happens to me. If sometimes I can't, I have a difficult time understanding what the heck the person behind the register is saying to me. And yeah. so if you're not extremely clear on what you want, it's much nicer to have it right there in front of you on well the i know there wasn't a lot of people but it also becomes very difficult when there's like 50 people behind you behind. and there's a bunch of chatter and kids crying and you can't understand even right. standing right next to the person it's hard to understand right. so yeah. so hopefully they do this at some point so yeah let's just let's keep our fingers yep. crossed all right so that covers that and uh go eat up and enjoy And the final thing on our agenda for the show today is, of course, our main attraction on this week's show, and that is the Liberty Square Riverboat. Okay, and I was just telling Adam off mic when uh, I saw this and I was there with uh, with Connor, I kind of blew it off because I thought ah, it might be kind of boring or slow or whatever. But after I listened to the audio, and I'm really hoping that this does it for you, whether you've been to the parks one time or never, or, or a lot of times, uh, and if you've done the same thing as I did, you kind of blew it off. Hopefully you don't do that again. This, When I heard the audio, I thought, well, man, it was interesting. It sounded fun. They do. The guy does a real good job of, well, in the recording, of describing the attractions that you're passing. So you're passing the Haunted Mansion. He gives a little story like they're kind of behind it. And uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I thought it worked well. And so it worked much better than what I had anticipated. So hearing the audio really kind of helped me. Yeah, for sure. And this was a recorded audio. It is not. It's not some guy yeah. actually doing it. Yeah, of course it's recorded. But even the cast off, which you'll hear in the beginning, where yeah, it's throwing the ropes out and leaving the dock. And, but it's still whatever. You know what? It's that immersion thing. They go through actually doing their best of making you uh, believe of what's really happening. They're yeah. casting off. They're throwing the ropes off there. I mean, so whatever. I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. As a young kid too, I think that I would remember that. Funny enough. That's true. It would it would actually make me think that, hey, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. As an adult, which is, that's kind of bad. You lose the innocence as a child, and, and you break all this stuff down, and you sometimes can't uh, you can't get back inside yourself like that and just start to enjoy it, experience it. You keep thinking, oh, that's kind of, uh, that's not really happening, or it's a recording or whatever. And I wish that I didn't have that outlook. Yeah, so. well, a lot of times Disney is based that way to just envelop everyone who comes, adults and kids, and right. so, yeah, be the okay. kid at the heart. So tell me so. a little bit, since I didn't get on this, um, uh, okay, so the boat, how many levels, do you really remember that? Yeah, I think I think I remember, I, I know we hadn't discussed these details before, but there are three levels, the top level does not have a roof on it, so if it's in the blistering sun, like most of Disney is it's in white. the it's white, but it's hot up there. Yeah, um, we were on the second level, so it was it was it wasn't horrible. It wasn't really bad. And as you started, there was a little bit of a breeze, and we were in the front of the boat. So what about uh, bugs, because you're outside. I don't remember and anything and about over, bugs. That's no. amazing. You're outside yeah. and you're over water, and there's not a lot of bugs. So yeah, that's good. I, mean, I would think you're getting eaten alive, but no. it's Disney. Yeah, it's true. They even train the bugs to leave Although, you I do remember, I know we've not said anything, I do remember some mosquito bites when we were watching the fireworks at night. And the several things, the next morning, everyone would have a couple spots here and there. So we went and got some stuff at the Disney shop. But, okay. Um, um, but anyway. Okay, so uh, now this is supposed to be like a paddle wheel boat. 
Yep. But like your course. standard steamboat with the paddle wheel on right. the back. But mm-hmm. the, and the, does it have a paddle wheel? Yep. At the back? It does, uh-huh. and it's constantly moving, and it is actually churning water. You can see it, but it doesn't actually physically move the, move boat. the boat. So, so give us a little bit on that. How's the boat moving? Yeah, uh, well... Uh, yeah, you don't have to go into... Uh, the only thing I know is when we are getting off, you have to go down to the bottom level to get off. You you get on on the, the middle level, and then you go down the steps to get off, which that reminds me... I didn't even look to see. I bet if you are in a wheelchair, you can only be on the bottom level. Because I remember seeing a ramp at the bottom, but I don't remember seeing a way. I an elevator in the thing. I don't That's know the if there is. It's actually a pretty big boat rally. Anyway, let's go back to the engine. I remember going down to the bottom, and there was a lot of boiler system-looking things. And they were giving off a lot of heat. A lot of heat. And I know that was part of the engine that was moving us it across. Was yeah. So, which was cool because it made it look like it was a part of the whole boat anyway. Um, but yeah, it was definitely running. You could hear it. And um, See, I think this, and I know you were there in the heat, but during the cooler times of the year, oh. not real cool, but well, this would be great, I think. Oh, for sure. Just to for be sure. on the ride around. Mm-hmm. Uh, seating, was there a lot of seating or are you standing? Oh, plenty. Um, there, basically, in the middle cavity of the cabin, there, there are bench seats, but of course you're not seeing much. Um, you're not standing near the railings. In the front and the par- back parts, there are occasional like little rows of like these little uh, benches kind of built into the... It's not like a bench, like a bench seat, but like a... I don't know what it looked like. Maybe like if you lifted the lid, there'd be life preservers under there kind oh. of a thing. But there, yeah, okay. Which yeah. is standard. I didn't look at inside to see if there were, but... Um, other than that, it wasn't a whole lot of seating. So okay, now as far as does it just do a loop around? Yep. It, it basically circles Tom Sawyer Island, yep. correct? Yep. Okay, which okay that makes sense. Well, which me. is cool because it gives you the signs of all uh, everything around there. You get to see. Yeah, so you're scenery. looking at uh, uh, you're looking at the Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain. Yep. Uh, Splash Mountain. Yep. Is there anything? Tom else? Sawyer Island, Frontierland. And if you listen to the audio, you can hear him reference each one of these things. Yeah, and he does a really good job. And he That's does what it. I was talking about, how mm-hmm. interesting it was. It's a story. It yeah, is. he gives a story about each place, about the mansion. And yeah. I thought, this is, this is great. That's what caught my attention. That's what I did not expect. Mm-hmm. So I think that was great. That was worth just hearing the audio. Also, there are, I don't know, you've never been on it, but there are also things that you see that are not anywhere else. You can't see them from anywhere else in the park unless you're riding the boat. But uh, you can look back at Tom Sawyer Island in sections you can't get to, and there are like deer and things that they have built into animatronics, some of them. Um, and then there's an Indian camp at one point where you see an Indian camp, and they're kind of you know moving around. Some of them are moving their arms and waving or doing things. You hear them reference the steamboat, how the Indians referenced. You can see a camp. Um, and then there's like a section where Huck Finn is painted on the fence, and you can see that. Of course, you can see that when you're on the island. But there are those little things that you don't see unless you're on the boat itself. And this was so. an original attraction at the park, right? Yep. And they have well, this, the, original, the same boat, but with a different name and everything. In uh, the Tom Sawyer, isn't it? In Disneyland? No, Mark Twain. Mark Twain, okay. I believe it's called the Mark okay. Twain. Yeah, I think that's right. That was the original. But now that one, see, I shouldn't go into this because I don't know. Does it have a restaurant in it? I think that it does, but I'm not sure. We well, should, I don't know. I don't know, but Bob, I... Bob, give us another call and let us know that because he's maybe. back in Disneyland. Other so. thing, uh, yeah, that's true, but I know that uh, Roy, email, Roy said when we were on this one, the Liberty Square Riverboat in uh, Florida, 
at the back, they did have refreshments that they served at one point from back okay. there, but they don't anymore. And let's so. clear this up too before I forget, since I'm thinking about it. In the recording, he calls it the Liberty Bell. Yes. Okay. So. Not sure why. There might be a backstory, but yeah. So yeah. everybody, hey, anybody, if you want to look that up and let us know, yeah, go for it. All right. Well, it covers. I think unless there's anything else that I just haven't thought of to tell you or to ask you. I can't think of anything else. This is just one of those attractions that if you are really exploring and you want to definitely check out some things, um, you know, this is one to check out. It takes a little bit. It's like a 20-minute ride. And you're going to edit fun. a little bit of the audio because yes. there are long pauses in In, in between the, the uh, narration, but yeah. Right, and so we're going to edit that so when you, if you actually get on the boat uh, and you start thinking back to the recording here that you've listened to, and it sounds like ours is much closer together. It is. Adam's just going to edit out some of those dead spots in the audio. Yep. So, all right, everybody, climb aboard and let's enjoy the Liberty Square Riverboat. Last call. Secure all cargo. All passengers aboard. Cargo secured. All passengers boarded, sir. All hands stand by. Engine room, reverse one quarter. Bowman, cast off bow line. Aye, aye, sir. Bow line away. Engine room, ahead one quarter. Sound last bell. Leadsman, sound off. Give me a depth reading by the mark. By the mark. Aftwing. Mark one. Mark twin. Mark three, Mark four, the four, ocean deep. Mark four, engine room, head three quarters. Stand by. Steady as she goes. Captain? Welcome aboard the Liberty Bell. I'm your captain, Horace Bixby, and my pilot with me here on the Texas deck is a young cub that goes by the name of Sam Clements. He's marking his 100th voyage down the river today with nary a calamity on his watch uh, so far. Uh, Sam knows this river like his own backyard. Uh, Sam, tell our guest everything you know about this river. Well, now. I always figure it is better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid than to open it and remove all doubt. But I will tell you this, I love this river more than anything else. I've loved this river even from the time I was a toddler back in Missouri. Before we get too much further out of port, I think I should mention that you best not be sitting on those handrails. They're the only thing between you and the river, and the river don't always take kindly to uninvited guests. We've also had reports of river pirates operating in the vicinity, so I wouldn't lean out beyond those rails for that reason either. Now, for those of you on the port side, that river town we're passing is frontier land. A few years back, it was no more than a boom town carved out of the wilderness by a handful of settlers looking to start a new life. Today, gentility and decorum are running rampant. Oh, it still has its share of footloose trappers, keelboaters, prospectors, and an Indian or two, but mostly it's flush times and well on its way to becoming a fine big city. Frontierland reminds me some of my own hometown, Hannibal. 
It takes me back to when I was a barefoot boy growing up alongside the riverbanks. You know, it seems to me that when I was younger, I could remember everything, whether it happened or not. But as I grow older, I, I seem to remember only the things that never happened at all. See that peak just beyond the outskirts of Frontierland? That's Chickapin Hill, or at least it used to be. Dam burst a few years back, and folks been calling it Splash Mountain ever since. Some have even taken to riding hollowed-out logs over the big falls. Seems far-fetched, I know, but it's the truth. All my life, it seems I never could tell a liar that anybody would doubt, nor a truth that anybody would believe. But believe me when I tell you, truth is the most valuable thing we have. So I make sure I only use it with economy. That island over across the way, on the starboard side, was my stomping grounds when I was young. Exceedingly young. Marvelously young. Young by hundreds of years. Younger than I will ever be again. It's called Tom Sawyer's Island, and is named for a friend from my boyhood. Even today, the only way you can get there is by raft. Old man Harper's grain mill is there, back in the woods just off Tom's Landing. And that's Muff Potter's Pond and his windmill. We almost hanged Muff once. And there's Huck's Landing. I always did like Huck. He could swear just wonderfully. He and Tom and I spent most of our wild and reckless youth exploring that island. Lots of caves, lots of adventure, if you know where to look. And we all knew where to look. That Superstition Bridge, it connects the big island to the little one. And if you follow the wilderness trail there, it'll lead you right up to the gates of Fort Langhorn. It's the last trading outpost before we head into Indian country. Look off to the port side there. Every now and then, the water under that crest of rock comes to a natural boil and spurts out all over the place like a tea kettle left on the fire too long. The Indians around here used to tell me these geysers were actually unfriendly spirits, upset by uninvited trespassers traipsing all over their sacred hunting grounds. Be that as it may, that's Big Thunder Mountain poking up in the sky over there. The Indians named it that because of the sound the falls used to make when the big rains came. Then the miners and prospectors and get-rich-quick speculators showed up, and the name stuck because of the sound of blasting powder going off every few minutes. There's not so much blasting these days, just ghost stories about a runaway mine train loaded down with simple-hearted, terror-filled folks like you. Well, I'll be. Look who's drifted out of the bayou. Off to port, Captain. It's Beacon Joe. Old Beacon's been marking this river for longer than I can remember. Every time the river cuts a new channel, Old Beacon puts out a marker to let us know whether it's safe to travel or not. However, Sam here has been bragging that if push came to shove, he could navigate the Liberty Bell on a heavy dew. <laughs> Isn't that so, Sam? Well, I was born humble, Captain, but mostly it's worn off. Captain, Indian Village to port. Now that's something you don't see much out this way. That's an Algonquin Indian village. Uh, looks to be from the Powhatan tribe. Uh, usually they stay further east. I've seen Seminole and Miami this far west, and of course Shoshone, Blackfeet, and Crow, but I've never seen Algonquins out here. Lots of game out this way. I've seen moose and deer and plenty of other critters along the shoreline. Uh, could be why the Powhatans are out this far. Yeah, just following the food trail.
That other village off to port has been here a while. Most of the Indians along the river don't quite know what to make of our steamboat. They call it Penelore, which means fire canoe, uh, because of the smoke and sparks pouring out of our top stack. Uh, the first time we passed this way, they thought it was the return of one of their heavenly messengers. They said our riverboat was a comet of the sun. Just beyond the village, up that hill, is their sacred burial ground. Now, those who fall in battle are placed atop the traditional bed of death. After nightfall, they'll return to mourn the great warriors who brought honor to the tribe. Attention deck watch, shoals to port and starboard. Engine room, steady on. We're entering shallow water, but uh, there's no cause for worry. Sam knows every shoal and shallow, every snag and sandbar in this part of the river, and he'll navigate us through to save water. You wouldn't steer us wrong, would you, Sam? I believe we ought never to do wrong, Captain, especially when others are looking. Leadsman, sing out. By the mark, mark one, one last three, Half twain, half twain, half mark twain. Waterless, red flag, red flag, touch it. Those of you that have been this way before know that the water can get fairly shallow along this stretch of the river. The leadsmen call out the depth. Each mark is a fathom or six feet. Mark Twain is two fathoms, and for us that means safe water. Captain, we're passing Cutthroat Corner. Attention deck crew, stay alert. If there's river pirates out here, this is where they'll most likely be. Yep, I can hear them from here. But from all the commotion, it sounds like their interests lie elsewhere. If you folks on deck look past the trees on the island, that's Fort Langhorn. Most of these old forts started out as trading posts. Then as settlers started heading west, the army came in and took them over. My feeling is, these days, there's a lot less frontier and a lot more civilization than is truly necessary. Leadsman, give me a depth reading. Sing out. By the mark, half wind, mark one. Mark Twain, no bottom, save water. Mark Twain, safe passage. Do you see that brick mansion back over yonder there in the woods? I've heard folks hereabouts say it's haunted. They say it was built on sacred Indian burial grounds, so now it's filled with spirits. If you ask me, I'd say the ones telling those tales are the ones filled with spirits. If you want proof, just ask them. They've got it. About a hundred proof, I reckon. And whatever you do, don't strike any matches if they aim to breathe in your direction. Or you won't just be seeing ghosts, you'll be joining them. We're approaching Liberty Square, which is home port for us. We'll be putting into dock shortly, so those of you on the upper two decks might be of a mind to collect all your parcels and head to the lower deck. 
you got youngins, you'll want to take them in hand before they get out of hand. On behalf of the captain, myself, and the crew, thanks for flying the waterways with us, and I hope I see you next time around the river bend. Thanks, Sam, and uh, thank you, everyone, for traveling the rivers of America with us today. Engine room. Approach levy at one quarter steam. Man the bow line. Purser, check freight and cargo. All hands prepare to dock. All passengers stand by to go ashore. So we got to exit down four, right? Go down one. A nice and relaxing ride to take at the Magic Kingdom. Right. Well, it's a story. I like that. Oh, yeah. It gives you a story about each place that you won't know unless you try to read it somewhere. Or now, that, now that you've heard it, you know a little bit of it. So it adds yeah. to the attraction. Yep. Okay. Well, well, I think that pretty much wraps up what we're doing here this week. And uh, let's see here. Next week, we're kind of in the air. We've got some stuff that we, we thought about doing. Um, uh, we've talked about doing Tom Sawyer Island at some point. There's a lot of really cool audio in that place neat sounds neat things that go on um but we're not sure we're gonna kind of leave it in the air as to whether we'll do that yeah and it's it, gonna take a lot of time for me to edit that one plus it's got a lot of video and it, right. it would be a do lot we, but do you have any video with this with the i the do reader? have some but i i have to look back to see if it's enough that we can actually post if we if um, it's short enough too we can stick it on Flickr. yeah I, I'm almost certain we can put something up this week whether once it's again Flickr everybody feed, too, in case so. you haven't looked at our Flickr account I just put a bunch of short video clips of uh, Subway from the last show from New York City. Yeah. They're just short things, but they'll give you a chance to kind of put with the audio, and you can put a picture or a video with what's you know what you heard. And we usually post to Twitter if we're going to do that stuff. So, again, right. you can pay attention to Twitter or just go to our Twitter page on, on our website. It already loads there. That way you right. don't have to deal with anything else but uh okay. hopefully hopefully you've had a better week this past week than i have uh it's, yeah. i had a little a little bit a little of a cold it was weird because on sunday you know the show releases on monday on sunday i just started getting this weird tickly feeling in my lungs and by i don't know it was just yesterday i'm still kind of feeling it i'm almost coughing here but i decided to pick up the recorder i'm gonna play it at the very end so if you want to listen a little bit you can at least hear what i was just goofing you can around hear, uh, adam warming up uh so that he could get ready to do the show here today. Yeah, seriously. So. It was a test to see if we could do it yesterday. But So anyway, hopefully this next coming week is a lot better for me, and hopefully you are not getting that sick bug. Uh, you know, it's football season, and the leaves are beginning to fall. Well, not yet, but they are soon, and, you know, it's that time of year where people just start getting allergies and all kinds of crazy stuff. So hopefully you, you're not indoors. Well, then I guess if you are indoors, you're probably listening to our show. But yeah. hopefully you're enjoying it. So anyway. Anyway. Okay. I think that's it. Everybody, get outside and enjoy life. Thanks. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. Yes, despite my voice, this is Adam. And hopefully you've had a lot better week than I have. Because as you can tell, it's been a rough one. Enjoy the show.